What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode, another installment of the Eminem Mondays podcast, audio version of a newsletter. Glad you're here. What we're going to do here is we're going to give you one insight or tip in the marketing space and another insight or tip in the mindset space. And this is all created for solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, anybody that's taking life by the horns and they are carving out their own destiny by just taking matters into their own hands. It's good for us to build a community and learn from each other, share our stories. So I'm going to try to do a little bit of that here for us today. So in the marketing section, we're going to get a little bit more technical. And I've talked about strategies and ideas and philosophies and concepts around marketing, but I haven't talked about some of the tools that I use. So today we're going to do exactly that. You know, in the real world, we use real physical tools, hammers, screwdrivers, everything to build things. And in the digital world, specifically in marketing, we're talking here, we use digital tools to market things. Let's jump into a couple of the top used tools as I just started to think, like what were the first ones that popped into my head? That's what we're going to talk about today. And so the very first one, I'm an email marketer. So this one's huge for me and it's called Active Campaign. And this is an ESP or a email service provider. And basically what it does is it helps me run email marketing, but it's not just an email marketing tool. It also has automations baked into it to where you can control different processes and elements of your business, whether it be the marketing side of your business or other areas as well. It's got a CRM, so it really helps with the sales side of your business. And if you're a small one-man band, one-woman band, solopreneur like myself, like a lot of us here, then to have everything in one software is awesome because we're doing everything, right? So every email you build, you schedule and you send can go through Active Campaign. You can look at the analytics. It's great. And if you receive the M&M email, the newsletter that goes out every Monday morning that primes you for the week ahead, I'm doing that all within Active Campaign. And even submission forms, I create forms and then I embed them onto my website, which I it's powered through Squarespace. And so it just makes it really easy for anybody that fills out a form on my website. Maybe you dropped your email into a a submission form on the site to start receiving the newsletter that went through an active campaign form. What I love about active campaign is the automation and the CRM features. It just really helps me keep all my contacts. It's, it's all sorted and organized nicely so that things don't fall through the cracks. It's peace of mind. Plus it's a massive time saver. What I don't like about it though is funny enough as an email marketer, the email builder sometimes can be a little bit clunky and it occasionally goes haywire when trying to format certain elements in an email. But given that they're constantly improving the platform and their customer service seems to be pretty good, I've had to reach out to them in the past, I'm hopeful that it'll just sort themselves out soon. They're always rolling out new features and just like with anything in life, us as business owners, we know the first version of anything is not going to be your best version, the one that you keep around forever. And so to talk pricing, I use the plus plan, which is $50 a month, I think right now. And in my eyes, I think it's a great value for all the tools and the features inside. And then the next software that I want to talk about is something called Publer, P-U-B-L-E-R. Publer.io, I think is how you get to their website. That's the URL. And if you're looking for a good social media scheduling app that does, once again, a lot of things within the same software, Publer can be a great solution for you. It's been a great one-stop shop for me and all of my social media posting needs. 
And I like that I can load in one content piece and then change the captions or the hashtags for each individual social platform. It's really nice that way. It just helps with your workflow and saves you time. Plus, it works with basically every social media channel that you're probably using, such as Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, LinkedIn, etc. The list goes on. It links up with pretty much all of them. And so what I love is they have a hashtag strategy like AI built into it so that it'll help you kind of stay ahead of the curve on what, what hashtags could be used. And it's the fact that I can add an additional top comment and even set a delay for when that comment appears. For instance, with the LinkedIn algorithm, a lot of times if you drop a URL link straight into the post, the algorithm is not going to feed that post naturally out to as many people because they want you staying on their site. They want you staying on their platform. So from LinkedIn's perspective, I totally understand. And so the workaround that's happening right now, and I'm sure there'll be some algorithm updates in the near future that start to limit this, but what you can do is you make a post in LinkedIn and then the very first comment, you can just leave a comment yourself on your own post. And so Publer allows you to do that, to set up the top comment is what they call that. And then you can even schedule it for like a delay so it looks a little bit more natural. So it's pretty cool. What I don't like about Publer though is sometimes your scheduled post won't go live when it's supposed to, which in my eyes kind of defeats the purpose at times. But it happens so rarely to me that I just chalk it up to essentially user error. And the pricing on it is I'm paying $22 a month for their business plan, but you can actually do a lot for free, which is what I did for a while. The third and final software tool that we're going to talk about today, it's another social media software, but it's a little bit different. It's called Hype Fury. And this for sure is my new favorite tool for all things Twitter. I'm new to the Twitter game. Actually, I've had a Twitter account for a long time, but I've never really used it. It was, you know, it was come and go. I never really, I didn't even have the app on my phone for a while, but I've jumped back in to the deep end with Twitter and I'm really enjoying it. It's fun to be able to create content, share ideas, and just connect with people on that platform and not have to worry about setting up for big videos and recording audio. It's just nice to just shoot out tweets and create new connections. And now, in fact, with Hype Fury, I open up this app more than I do Twitter itself. I'm working on my Twitter engagement, my Twitter following, my Twitter content, but I'm doing it through this software called Hype Fury. And I'm rather new to the tool, but it's designed specifically to help you grow and network at a rapid pace. And they do things quite a bit differently over there, and it's hard for me to explain all right here, right now. So just head over to Hype Fury, I think just HypeFury.com, and check that out. They've added features to make it super useful for LinkedIn and Instagram too. And so it's hands down the best tool for anyone using Twitter or LinkedIn in their marketing efforts. So much so that I might even drop Publer here pretty soon, I'm not sure, and just use Hype Fury exclusively. I highly suggest you check this one out. What I love is that there's an engagement builder feature. It makes it really easy for you to join the conversation on all of the top accounts and it's very frictionless. You basically scroll through a feed and it's just very easy. Check it out. It's pretty cool. And then they also have an auto tweet and an IG tweet shot and auto plug features that are absolute game changers. In the whole realm of social media and content marketing, you're trying to be in a lot of places at the same time. And these types of softwares really help us create unique content for all the platforms without having to basically spend the time of what would be a full-time job to do it. And what I don't like about Hype Fury, I'd prefer not to pay so much, honestly, to unlock all of their best features. 
And sometimes the auto plug settings, which I'm not going to explain what that is here. It's a super useful feature. Sometimes the settings get moved and I have to reset them. But like I said, I'm so new to it and still learning. I'm paying right now, I'm paying $50 a month for the premium plan. But like a lot of these tools, you can get good use out of it even for free. And so for all of these tools, I have an affiliate link. Obviously, it puts a couple dollars in my pocket. So I'm really appreciative to anybody who uses that link. But make sure you check that out in the actual email newsletter if you receive that. The point is, there's really a lot that we can do with software these days. And with AI coming up, artificial intelligence, it's just like it's making everything easier and easier. Uh, but there's a lot for us to juggle. And there's so many options out there, whether it be social media, marketing strategy, content development, or editing, ads, analytics, all of it. There's a lot of tools out there. And so the tip that I would give you is, number one, don't let the process of picking the right tool consume you. Go with what makes the most sense at the time, and then just get started with it. There's way more important things for you to be spending a lot of your time on. I hear from a lot of people, they're researching and they're going back and forth, and I've been guilty of that as well. So now I just try to move at a quicker pace. And the other extra credit tip I'll give you here is leverage the free trials if they're available, and then start with a monthly plan. That way you're only out somewhere between $10 and $50, depending on the software, and just pay monthly for a few months before you commit to the annual plan. And once you know that you like that software, then go ahead and just change your billing over to an annual plan so that you save maybe a month or two months worth of money over the course of the year. You just don't want to spend all that money up front for an annual plan so that you can save money, but then you find out two months down the road, you're not even using the software that much. You're not going to be able to get a refund on that. So those are some of the top tools. And if you enjoy that type of content, let me know. I've got plenty more that I could share with you there, but just doing something a little bit different. Hey, you know, I just want to say a quick thank you for listening to these episodes. I know there's a ton of other things you could be listening to. So having a little slice of your time encourages my team and I to continue to push this content out. But this Eminem podcast slash audio newsletter is a very little fish in a massive ocean of not only audio content, but just content in general, which makes it incredibly hard to get in front of new listeners that could also appreciate these episodes just like you and I. But I found an easy way to offset this problem, which I can't do on my own. So please consider leaving a quick rating, even a few words as a review. I'll be able to see it almost immediately and will genuinely smile from your simple but impactful contribution. So to do this on Spotify, click the three dots on the podcast show page and hit rate show. On Apple Podcasts, scroll down the podcast show page and tap on the empty stars to rate it. And if some way, somehow you're catching this on YouTube, of course, subscribe and hit the like button. You're going big places, and I hope you continue to pull value from this content along your journey. So with that, let's get back to the show. In the mindset section for today, I'm titling this Yours or Theirs. And this is all dedicated to the feeling that I've been having lately, and I'm just going to open up and be very candid with you today. People are resonating when I share my own stories of triumphs, trials, failures, wins, all of it. So let's continue to just crack open and peel back the layers of Evan and share with you kind of where I'm at right now. And right now for me, I just have this feeling of massive overwhelm that's just been kind of crippling me over the past several months. And I had this realization the other day 
that I actually might be making my own problems worse without even realizing it. You see, for the past several years, I've been patting myself on the back for filling my social media feeds with content on entrepreneurship, marketing, building businesses, building wealth, things like that. It's all about growth. Growth-minded individuals are the people that I follow. I guess I had some sort of chip on my shoulder because I thought that this was how successful people operate. They surround themselves with stories and information that pushes them forward on their desired path. And I think that is true, but I had this epiphany last week. I think some of my overwhelming feelings are stemming from the media that I'm consuming, even though it's not garbage content that demotivates you. You know, because there's plenty of things that you can scroll on your feeds and look into and absorb, and it does change your psyche. It does change how your brain's wired, how you see the world, because you become what you surround yourself with, like I just said earlier. So if you want to become more successful in a certain pursuit, look for the people that are a couple years ahead of you or a couple decades ahead of you and try to take in advice and information from them. But I think I did it so much that... In one word, comparison. Comparison became a big trap for me and is right now. And then the other word that goes along with that is contentment. I'd fallen into this comparison trap and it was messing up my contentment. It was really sabotaging the chance for me to be able to feel content and proud with where I'm at in life today because I've climbed quite a bit up the mountain of my personal journey, right? That's something to be proud of, but I've always just been so forward-focused and so ambitious, and I've talked about this before. This is not the first time I've brought this up, Uh, but there's some new realizations that I'm gonna drop throughout this entry here. Comparison and contentment go hand in hand, and it's very common, you know? Like the comparison trap you think about for young women, they never feel pretty enough, they never feel skinny enough, Or young men, they never feel manly enough. They're never strong enough. They're never cool enough. And when you see Instagram feeds full of hot chicks and strong dudes, for example, it's nearly impossible for it not to manipulate how you see yourself. I've fallen victim to this same thing. But for me, it's been wealth, career, and lifestyle. And I'm opening up and I'm sharing my vulnerabilities because this contentment crisis I believe is at an all-time high for many of us, not just me. I thought the good content was good for me, but too much of anything is too much. Believe it or not, you drink too much water, it'll kill you. The thing that sustains life can be the very thing that ends your life. Too much of anything is too much. And so with the topic of comparison and contentment on our minds here right now, I want to round the corner and get to my second aha moment If you've been following me for any length of time, you've likely picked up on the fact that I am a man with many questions. So for you, here is another. Is what you're chasing after your dream or someone else's? Let's say that again. Is what you're chasing after, the life that you want to have, the thing that moves you forward each day, the thing that you get out of bed for each day, is that your dream or someone else's? Similar to how some parents push their kids into careers that they don't want to pursue, they force them to go to college when it's not the path for them, I believe my overconsumption of business and wealth content has essentially imprinted this career life path into my psyche as a distorted version of the life that I truly crave. I see so much of what's on my phone, so much of what's on my computer, 
of the success that not only do I never feel content because I don't have what they have yet, but I start to feel like that's the path I need to take is go exactly down the road that they did. And what if that's not exactly what I want? That's the friction. That's where the overwhelm comes in. You start to feel like you've lost sight of what you want in life. And that's what's happened for me. I have totally lost sight of what I want out of life. Now, it's not all for nothing. This is just another learning curve and another opportunity for me to grow from my prior experiences. But I think this form of identity crisis is very real and it can be very, very scary. So I have to ask myself, is my tenacious work ethic, which I'm not complimenting myself when I say that, is it hurting my marriage? Are all these projects, this right here included, is this pulling me away from quality time with my two little kids? Is saying yes to all these opportunities that are starting to float around, are they sabotaging the chance for me to dial in expertise and specialization in an area that means the most to me, to where it really fills me up from the inside out so that I can be better, not only for myself and the people that I love and care for, but for the rest of the world and you and everybody else? The answers are yes, yes, and yes. But then the next question is, am I too far gone? And is it too late? And what I have to say to that is, hell no, not even close. Yet, whether I learn and adapt from these realizations or not, my kids will quickly grow up and those opportunities to hold my child before bedtime, to go out back in the backyard and play in the sandbox, or just share a simple dinner on a random Tuesday night will indeed vanish. Time treats us all the same, which is really the ultimate blessing, and it's the ultimate curse. It becomes whatever you allow it to be. I've been trying to figure out what I really want, who I really want to become, what business I really want to build out of the content that I'm creating, what products that I want to build from the expertise that I have, from the skills that I'm accruing. And I laugh and I kind of cry when I realize that I'm 31 years old and I'm still asking myself all of these things. So now that I've opened up about all of this and kind of talked about it from the lens of me, we've been able to look at me as the example here. Let me tell you what my action plan is or some things that I'm going to do moving forward to hopefully help fix this issue before it gets any worse. Number one, pretty obvious. I'm going to limit my consumption of career-related media, or even more than that, just media in general. Try not to scroll on social media as much. It's just not good for me, and it's kind of a time waster. And the people that have taken the sabbaticals, they do 30 days, no social media, they delete the apps off their phone, they always seem to feel more energized and recharged. And with all the overwhelm that I've been feeling, the pressure and the stress, I think that this will be good for me. Now, I, it's not that I'm not going to be around at all on social media or taking in anything. I just need to limit the consumption of it, specifically the career-related based on everything that I've talked about here. Number two is I'm going to create more space for myself so that I can think creatively and critically with limited influence from the outside. I need to have the time to be able to digest what do I want? What am I doing? What should my goals be? What does the top of my personal mountain of success look like? And it's really hard to paint that mental picture for yourself if you're looking at all of what you want through the lens of everything else you're consuming. 
you need to be able to create that space so that you can think creatively and critically with limited influence from the outside. So that's the second thing. And lastly, I'm going to ease off the career throttle without losing ambition. And I don't know what that means other than just what I said. I, I need to slow down. I need to not say yes so much. I think there's a lot to be gained for me. And this is that next stepping stone in my life's journey and in my journey as a solopreneur. And so a couple more bullet points for us to just kind of walk away with today. I think for you, the thing is that I would say is if you feel anything somewhat familiar to what I'm talking about right now, if this is resonating with you even a little bit, I challenge you and encourage you to take a pause and also know that you're not alone because this can feel really lonely. You can feel like everybody else is doing so well while you're at home, basically crying into your own hands and just out of sorts, essentially. Number two is what you're chasing after your dream or theirs. I mean, that's the title of this whole thing. What are you going after? Make sure that it's what you want. And then the third question to ask yourself is, are you content? And if so, what is leading to your levels of contentment being so healthy? What helps you stay grounded? And if you're not content, if you feel discontent, why? Ask the questions of why. And lastly, I'll just say, I deeply cherish your presence here. Thank you for listening. I'm fully open to chat and hear your story. So just feel free to reach out. And again, thank you. I challenge you, create some space for yourself this week to think. And I hope that this whole thing primes you for the week ahead. Until next time, peace.